In a lot of different fields such as sports, martial arts, and business, people have mentors. Mentors are usually older people who have dealt a lot of years with the subject at hand. In general, a mentor is characterized by one very important and very specific thing, experience. When it comes to teaching, we also have mentors, and the role of these mentors is to help new teachers get their feet on the ground and give them guidance from someone who has been there before. Welcome to episode 60 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of having a mentor during your first year of teaching. All right, let's dive right in. You know, I was assigned a mentor during my first year of teaching, and I have to tell you, it was very, very helpful. Uh, she observed my classes from time to time and was always available when I had any questions. So I do think having a mentor, particularly during your first year of teaching, is very critical. Now the role of the mentor in modern schools can be played not essentially by a veteran teacher, but by a more experienced teacher of the school as well. While anyone with some experience can be a useful source of advice and information, during your first year, pay attention to whatever a colleague teacher has to share with you. Before we continue on, here's a word from our sponsor. Would you like to 10x your classroom management skills? Well, if you're a brand new teacher, a student teacher, or perhaps you're a teacher returning back to the classroom, or a seasoned teacher for that matter, the Teacher Rockstar Academy course is for you. Gain the confidence, the skills you'll need to crush it on day one and beyond. Enroll now at TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. That's TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. Okay, let's continue on. I want to share with you four reasons for working with a mentor. Number one, methods. Every beginning teacher has foundational knowledge, of course. So once we graduate from college, we have conquered a decent level of expertise both on teaching and on the specific subject we're going to teach. But what isn't taught in the university are the many little nuances we should follow when we are teaching. Now, one would suggest that both the university and educational field labs give us a lot of teaching insights, and I do agree with that, they do. However, we don't know the specific methods that are especially adapted to our character and to our class's character. I hope that makes sense. For example, you have a class weak in language, but excels in mathematics. Well, consider this. Would it be appropriate for this particular class that the teacher would explain both grammar and syntax by using mathematical expressions? Well, I wouldn't exclude the possibility of it. The methodology, such as previously described, would come with years of experience and with some very creative thinking. So a mentor with his or her own experience is able to give the new teacher those types of resources and tips. The new teacher will be given tips and strategies in just the first few months, while someone needed years of experience to evolve them. And this gets me to my second reason, knowledge application. 
as we said, we all share basically the same knowledge when we start teaching. However, the second issue that arises here is how to apply this knowledge in the classroom. For instance, we learn about child psychology in terms of how children deal with anxiety when it comes to, say, uh, testing. Yet the mentor will show you that while some children do in fact have anxiety over testing, there are some children who pretend that they are anxious just to get more lenient treatment. Now this was a simple example, but there is a lot of information that is easier taught than applied, and some one-on-one -on -one mentoring on this is needed. Now we're going to take a pause for a quick word from our sponsor. Imagine having access to educational products, instructional videos, top-rated teacher podcasts, and articles worth over $1,000 for just pennies a day. Wouldn't that be awesome? And you know what the best part is? You get a free seven-day trial to walk around, check it out. So really, what do you have to lose? Take a look around. Go to MyTeacherMembership.com. That's MyTeacherMembership.com. And I will be adding more and more products each and every month. And you're going to love being part of this teacher membership community. I promise you. Okay, let's continue. And don't forget that not all the necessary information about teaching is taught. A mentor is able to have his um, own external resources or to have made his own research. And throughout it has learned his own tactics that are probably not so widespread. So let's get to my third reason here. Adaptation. It is the fact that the first year of teaching is more difficult than the first school year for students. Uh, teachers have the responsibility uh, for a class of 20 or more students, and for the first time, this is something that needs some real-world support. Mentors, usually apart from psychological support, provide practical support for the new adaptation, which is a truly important period, and at the same time, a really challenging one. For this part, teaching mentors usually give insights on the way to handle kids and their unexpected questions. The mentoring program can play a significant role in shaping the values, beliefs, and teaching skills of the new teacher just beginning their career. It can have a huge influence on their behavior and the choices they make later in their career. Point four, query resolution. Query resolution is for sure one of the most important ways a mentor can help the new teacher. The most common thing people do when they are exposed to something new is ask questions, either to find out how things work or to simply understand what to do. Now, this applies to a great extent to teaching. Any teacher has his own perspective, and any class of kids on this planet is different from every other. So there would never be a standard formula to treat all students. You always need to know how to deal particularly with each specific class. So that comes down to the fact that you need to ask things. I know for me it was grading. For example, things like what to grade, what types of things to grade, how often, and how to organize an electronic gradebook. The role of a mentor could be even just to answer questions. Some veteran teachers are sent just for observers during the class with the role of resolving queries. The thing with the mentor is that the answers you will get are the most valid you could possibly ever get. In case you get mentoring from a veteran with years of experience, he or she probably has experienced just about every single problem or issue you are now facing or will ever face. So consider how powerful it would be 
instead of trying to struggle in isolation with the situation you are having, a colleague always on your side is critical for advice. And here is where I want to make a final point referring to the equally beneficial side for mentors as well. I would like to put it the way as one internet source has put it, and I quote, The benefits of mentoring aren't limited to the apprentice. As college students, new teachers are exposed to the most recently developed methods in education. It's an opportunity for veteran teachers to learn innovative practices and observe them being taught. The exposure to new ideas often breeds renewed enthusiasm in veteran teachers, end quote. Well, I hope that this has proved to be very valuable information for you. We have come to the end of today's episode, and I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. And again, I hope you've enjoyed listening to these tips and strategies regarding the importance of a mentor during your first year of teaching. When you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to stevesclassroomresources.blogspot.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.